walking with you through the trials of everyday life. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, the only way, the only way get to get through the trials of life and our circumstances is to know the answers of how to live out that successful, hopeful life is to know the Word of God and to know Jesus Christ. Hey, I want to tell you about a date you need to write down just at the beginning. Now that you have your paper and your pen, March 10th, Friday night, and March 11th, there's going to be a women's retreat at Northgate Church in Williamsville, New York. I'll be sending out more details. Just mark the date down. You want to mark it down so you can keep it open, so you can uh, be planning to attend. And our special guest speaker will be Jean Milliken from Seattle, Washington, my personal friend. And uh, our theme is to um, be in fellowship with a closer intimacy walk intimacy with our father this year we've been destined for that he wants it he's designed it and how we can go about that is what this retreat's all about we have some other people coming uh, we'll let you know in the future well you are listening to wdcx 99.5 with your host linda penn and we're going to wear out our bibles in january 2017 and i have a whole room full of people i have renee campbell zach dykstra jim walton Lori uh henderson and Anne and Tony Natalie with me today, and we're talking about Bible studies. Welcome, all of you. Hi. Thanks for having us, Linda. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so we've all been in the snowiness up the back steps, and we've gotten in okay. And so um, I want to first of all say, you know, all of us have been influenced by people, by the Word of God. Um, Zach, tell me, who has influenced you the most in your life through the Word of God as you're growing up as a Christian? Um, I would say that probably the the, the guy that uh, influenced me the most would be a guy named Mike Bickle in Kansas City. Okay. What, Bible teacher, mentor? How did he influence um, you? Well, you know, uh, I would say probably 17 years ago, somebody gave me some tapes of his when we were still doing tapes. And uh, just the subject that he was speaking on, I'd never heard anyone talk about it or talk like him. And so over the years, I... Uh, had an opportunity to work underneath him, uh, and uh, I just draw from him in a lot of different ways, and it really helped to shape a lot of uh, who I am, what I believe today. Mm, good. How about you, Lori? Who's affected your life towards Bible study and the transformation of God in your life? Yeah, I've had a few different people at different seasons in my life really take some time to invest in me and encourage me to go deeper in God's word. But I would say there was a period of several years that you yourself invested a lot in me and taught me so much and um, were really a role model for me and, um, you know, a mentor that I could go to um as I was having my kids and doing those things without necessarily having someone else pouring into mm. me. How about you, Jim? For me, it would have to be my father. My father was such a godly man and such a good dad. And he was always involved in the church and taught us to be involved in the church. He was always teaching the word. And, uh, you know, he taught the word at home. He taught the word in the church building and it it can you can't help but catch it you know it, it rubs off on you and my father's example and his words to me uh were probably the most influential bible teaching that i have had mm, wonderful how about you renee um i'd have to say that um a woman from very early on in my walk um her name was is bonnie wells and she was just so instrumental in just loving me through that um, very young um, 
beginning time with the Lord and just welcoming me and loving me where I was and just helping me walk through life. It was, she's just an amazing lady. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we've had people in our lives but have held us accountable. How about Tony and Ann? How about you? Uh, as for me, I, I personally grew up without a father in my life, which was unfortunate, but I was blessed to have a mentor in my life who just came alongside me and just uh, didn't necessarily read the Bible with me, but just gave me great godly principles, a great example of what I should. Um, and he was very blunt with me, just called me out when he saw me doing something as a typical uh, not-so-bright child would do and, you know, just kind of guide me, correct me. Um, and I just learned so much from that of what I should do, and it was just that example of Jesus that I needed um, before I could really understand the Bible on my own. So it, it took the Bible, it took people, and it took time, and it took that accountability. And who has influenced? Um, I think for me, I also had several people during seasons of my life as well, but the biggest one um, I, I owe all, all to is my brother-in-law, Ron, who unfortunately passed away a few years ago. But in 2001, he entered, He invited my, me and my family to go to Eastern Hills Wesleyan Church. And um, a few weeks later, I got saved. Um, and he was a fantastic, dynamic man. He held me accountable. He, he, um, he would encourage me, mentor me. So I pretty much owe the big lifestyle change to, to him. And uh, I miss him greatly. But yes, um, that would be him. Well, we've, we've talked about the influence of who's influenced us, and it's all about discipleship, too, not only going deeper in the Word of God, and it's not about information, it's about transformation and finding, finding those wow moments as he connects the dot and takes us. I remember showing up the church in 1974, and I was as desperate as I looked, and those women that came around me kept me accountable, kept me in Bible study. The first Bible study I took was on prayer and how to pray, and then strong discipleship. I also grew up in a Christian home, and I made my own choice at one time not to be living for him. But even those prayers and my mom in the morning, having her Bible open, reading to us and having prayer with us before we went off to school and going to church and that consistency all adds up in a lifetime. And you're all here wanting to facilitate others um, because of the impact that these people have made in your life. And we know that a fully devoted discipler is one who knows God personally, pursues God, Jesus passionately, models everything in their life after the character and the priorities of Christ. And even that has to be caught and taught and seasoned, kind of hinged together. So that's why we are offering what we're offering at Benders this year, starting in January the week of January the 16th. Uh, We've had previous Bible studies there. We've been there over a year. We've had over 100 people in Bible studies, and we've made the determination that we're going to go deeper because people have said, I need more spiritual meat on my bones. So we're going to take that next break. Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given 
God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you are with us. And we know that we're going clear up on, into Barrie, Ontario. So we are thankful for those listeners. Whether you're traveling, going somewhere, making Christmas cookies, shopping, traveling in the car. We're just so glad that you stopped by. You're, if you didn't uh, come in at the beginning of the show, you might want to grab a pen and paper because we're talking about Bible studies and we want to wear out our Bibles in 2017. Zach Dykstra, you are going to do a Bible study starting in January, the week of January the 16th, called growing, To Prayer. Yeah, Growing to Prayer, yeah. Okay, tell us about it. I'm excited about this. You wrote it. This is something you have worked out in your own life, and uh, you are seasoned in this. And tell us about it. Okay, so uh, Growing in Prayer uh, came out of my, my journey in prayer. So it's, it's a little bit of my life story. And uh, when we were talking earlier about spiritual fathers and mentors, uh, kind of like Tony said, uh, there, there wasn't really somebody there that I could latch onto to say, how do I do this? What am I doing? And so drawing from sources over the years, I realized that there were some real needs in my own life. And so as I began to ask the Lord, what do I do and how do I do this? One of the, the avenues that he directed me uh, down was prayer. And prayer was, uh, wasn't something foreign to me, but it wasn't, in my understanding, wasn't much more developed than, than kind of get a list and, and say a few things before the Lord. And I remember in my early years of, of determining to pray, 
uh, falling asleep multiple times during, you know, my little kneel down, lean on the chair, you know, <laughs> yep. say a few things and, and I'm and I'm out cold. Fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, couldn't I can be more boring. To that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for, you know, about 17 years or so, I have really been, I think, pushed gloriously by the Lord to discover his heart. And to understand what prayer really is, and again, not something on my grid, so not something I was thinking about in terms of salvation uh, or discipleship at all. But uh, you know, years later, I realized that uh, that prayer is a, is a doorway into the Lord's heart. And so, Jesus says something uh, amazing in John 17 about eternal life. He said that he was able to give eternal life to all those that the Father had given him, but he said that eternal life is to know you, Father. And so realizing that that the call into salvation for me, uh, you know, was really a call into the knowledge of who God is. And so I realize as time goes by that the, the central role of prayer into growing into the knowledge of God. And so this class, we have, uh, we have six weeks. We're going to do six different sessions, and I'm still— writing up the uh, the syllabus and and I'm a notes guy and so for every week that we we have a different uh, uh, subject there are notes with it and uh, the reason I like notes is because I can uh, I can I can throw Bible verses and, and scriptures in there that people can look at on their own and we don't always have to do all of that in the class but it provides a Bible study and a platform to really engage God in the scriptures so uh, I want to read our actually our class description, and this is on the web too. Today's Living Hope. You can go right on there. You can get this on the web. But uh, I want to read the class description from the uh, from the intro page of our syllabus, and it says our time together will provide us with a platform to engage the scriptures in a pursuit of God's desire for fellowship with His people through the doorway of prayer. Because God longs for partnership with His people, He has given us the Holy Spirit who searches His heart and reveals glorious truths about Himself to us. And our response to these truths forms the central reality upon which a life of prayer is built. Growing in prayer is directly related to growing into the knowledge of who God is. So very, very important. You can't have intimacy with the Father without having prayer. It goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And um, I know my first journey in prayer, and I have taught a prayer study as well, and people are afraid of prayer. They're perhaps afraid to pray out loud or to know more about prayer, but yet they're very curious. And so we're saying, you know, just just come jump in with both feet and say for this year, I want to make a priority through the word of God of knowing prayer better and to be with a group of people just like myself who want it might be a little afraid of it, but just say, okay, I'm ready to commit to it. Yeah, yeah, because the idea of prayer, I think, is so compartmentalized for folks that they're imagining a prayer list and some really long, boring hours of spiritual discipline. And, uh, you know, lists are involved, and sometimes it gets a little bit boring, and discipline is part of discipleship. But uh, this is about growing into the knowledge of who God is, and this is why we were saved and what we were called into. Well, and it's not only praying to Him, it's also listening for Him to be able to speak to us. And actually, those of us that are sitting in this um, studio today, we've all known the value of prayer uh, and listening as well, because that's how He directs us then through the Word of God to determine what our will is for our life and that purpose and that destiny yeah because you're talking about relationship with a person and so we're talking about the, the the listening aspect and then the and then the talking the dialogue aspect as well and the beauty of of uh bible studies we're, we're focused on in this session is that uh god has given us a very transcript of his heart in the word 
And when we don't always know how to get the conversation started or what direction to go in, what do I say? What does he look like? What does he feel? The scripture gives us the, the very central guidelines to who God is, what he feels like, what he's doing. And this is where we take our conversation cues from. And this is what points us in the direction of, of who he is. That's wonderful. And it's on Tuesday night, Monday night, Monday night, yep. 630. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is go on today's Living Hope under Bible studies and you can sign up through PayPal uh, for this six weeks Bible study. This is going to be one very interesting and very good for someone to take for a couple to take, I think would be really good to do, to do this together. Renee, what are you offering this year? Um, I am doing um, Discerning the Voice of God. It is a Priscilla Shire study, um, and it is teaching regarding hearing um, God's voice in in our lives, and that's something that a lot of people are missing. Um, I think think a lot of people are are looking to hear what they want to hear instead of actually hearing um, what God has to say. And, and this study really gets um, down to, you know, showing us how to find God and, and listen for him and, and understand um, how to find him through the, through the word, through the Holy Spirit, through our time with him, um, spending time alone with him, which, which was a big deal for me. Um, I, you know, my quiet time sad to say was, you know, I'd go, I'd read, I'd pray, and off I would, you know, I would be on my way. But this really slowed me down to actually stop and hear what he had to say to me. And it's, it's activating the Holy Spirit in your life. Very, um, very much so. A lot of people don't think they can hear him. And one of the first thing I think she says, and the thing is expect to hear from him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be on the lookout. Yeah. And, you know? and, and, you know, if we don't expect to hear from them, we're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, we're, mm-hmm. it, it's like, if you don't ask, you're not going to get, it's the same thing. Yeah. I love how she breaks it down in the book too. the anticipation of God's voice, yep. um, the spirit of God's voice and how it can talk to you. And it really makes you want to slow down. One lady, I remember we yes. have taught these classes. Yes, we have. Uh, four or five times and we can't it's almost like we can't get rid of them people <laughs> still want to sign up for this one yep. and priscilla shire's other um bible armor study on the armor of god because they're so hungry for the deeper principles of god's word the nature of god's voice and then the purpose of god's voice and what he has for you in your life no one should be walking around without hearing god's voice knowing the destiny and the purse that the purpose of which God has called us to do right for today. And um, that is a deeper, broader relationship. And when are we offering that? That is going to be on, it's Mon- on Monday, night, that's Monday well. night at six thirty. Yes. Okay. Yes. So all of our Bible studies are listed on today's living hope, uh, com website under events, under Bible studies. One of the Bible studies that I'm going to be doing on Monday nights, and this is like the second part, although if you haven't taken it before, you can jump in. It's Her Life Matters, and it's reflecting Jesus. We went first through the first eight weeks, and it was phenomenal of the of Jesus and knowing who he is. And this is like, uh, you know, you take courses like 101, 201, and 301. This is a 201 to 301 course in discipleship. It has accountability. It has partnerships in accountability. It is creating community. And it is for us to go to the deeper um, depths of what the scriptures are, what it means to be equipped 
in our discipleship uh, life ministry and how it impacts us. A compliment book this year will be The Life You've Always Wanted by John Ortberg will be complimentary. This is a nine-week course. We're serious about this. It is a commitment. It meets from 6.30 to 9.30, up, sorry, 6.30 to 8.30 on Monday nights. Uh, and you, for the cost of $25, it entails both these Bibles, uh, this Bible study and the complimentary book. And it's something you can't put down. Um, the ladies that have taken the first part are jumping into the second part, and yet each part stands alone. So if you've had um, basic essentials, or if you've even had sole purpose in your life before, and I know some of you that are listening out there have had it, this is the next level deeper. Her Life Matters Reflecting Jesus, which means uh, this is for a women only. All the other Bible studies we've mentioned so far are co-ed. We're going to take a short break and we're going to get right back because we have more things we're going to offer for January the 17th as we're going to wear out our Bibles this year at Benders with today's Living Hope. We'll be right back. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. A long time ago, in a Galilee far, far away, the greatest giver gave the greatest gift ever to meet our greatest need, that we could enjoy the greatest hope, a relationship with Him forever. But if we're not careful, that great news can get drowned out in all of the activity this time of year. So let's change that. Let's make Christmas meaningful. Stop at the Vendors Christian Store for devotionals that you can put under the tree, including Jesus Calling, or Jesus Always from Sarah Young, in a variety of binding styles. Or maybe the new Soul Fuel from Adventurer Bear Grills, or Your Battles Belong to the Lord from Joyce Meyer. Or you can inspire them with music or movies. We've got new Christmas CDs from Lincoln Brewster, Phil Wickham, Mark Schultz, and the Singing Contractors, as well as new music from Jeremy Camp, Hillsong, Selah, and Big Daddy Weave. And right now, we've got a great pre-buy deal for the upcoming movie DVD, Overcomer from the Kendrick Brothers. And don't forget Operation Christmas Child. Next week is collection week, so stop in at Benders and we'll help you top off those shoe boxes. We're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road, or call us at 716-633-5757. You can even find us on Facebook. Benders Christian Store, helping you make this Christmas meaningful for your loved ones. Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. We're doing something a little different here on our radio program this week. We're talking about different Bible studies that are going to be offered in January. And you're, I know you're just trying to get through Christmas, get, get that list checked off, get those presents wrapped, cookies made, and all your plans ready for Christmas. But you know January's coming, 
And it's a time of renewal. It's a time of refreshment. It's a time of making some commitments. So we're uh, offering some things to you for some commitments for you to grow deeper in the word of God, for you to actually wear out your Bible. These are concise Bible studies. They are um, user-friendly, but they are um, wanting you to grow deeper and broader in the Word of God. So I have Renee Campbell, Zach Dystra, Jim Walton, uh, Lori Henderson, and Ann and Tony. Did, I, let me say your name. You say the name and I'll repeat it. Dina Talley. Dina Talley. I like that. I like that name. So we're all sitting here and we're talking about our different Bible studies because we know that growing in the Lord is important. And I think that priority has been lowered. I think we've gotten too busy. One of the things we've all learned in the Bible study um, when we first had our last group of Bible studies of over 100 people in the Bible studies, they have said a couple things to us. Uh, We said, why did you want to take a Bible study? They said, because we're hungry. We want spiritual meat on our bones. Number two, it's because we feel like we have neglected something or there must be more. And um, they've also mentioned, I have learned to turn off my TV. I have realized that I'm too busy. I'm overcommitted to not having a stronger relationship with Christ. I rush in on Sunday morning. I can take off. I may hit a small group here or there, but to actually open up the word of God, reflect, spend some time, apply some principles is certainly a different thing. So that's why we're offering what we're offering starting the week of January the 16th um, at uh, Benders. And you can go on my website, todayslivinghope.com. And you can see them all listed. I haven't necessarily taken them in order today, but you can look at all of them, read the description. You can register right online. And I do want to tell you about a new class that's going to be additional at a different location before we go on, because I don't want to um, forget this, because there's an additional class that will be happening the week after the 16th. Okay, just look on your calendar and it will be uh, on Tuesday nights. It will be at the location of In His Name Outreach, 3871 Harlem Road, Suite 106. And it's called the Women's Healing Journey Class. Now, this is a longer class. I do have presently a class going on at Bender's and um, we are full. We cannot take any more. It's already started, but I wanted to offer another one starting the third week in January on Tuesday night. You can look on the website, sign up. It is a 29 week course and it is for women. We have a men's healing journey class existing on Monday nights at um, Bender's, but it is full. We cannot take any more, but this one, I just because of the demand um, and it is if Women, if you're out there and you are just sick and tired of being sick and tired, now you know what I'm talking about. This class is for you. This class is designed to equip you with God's truth and the necessary tools so you can successfully navigate through your healing journey. There isn't a person that I do not talk to or have been involved with that we don't come from some type of woundedness, circumstances, abuse from our past, whether it's current emotional past mental spiritual wounds and they desire a closer lock with christ in a relationship with god in our last class 14 pray to receive christ and you want to come out of this you're so sick and tired of living like this for years i will guarantee you that if you commit to this class there will be a change in your life 
This notebook doesn't change you, but the word of God and you discovering that will change you. So healing journey class, additional class, new location at In His Name Outreach, 3871 Harlem Road, Suite 102, Cheektowaga, the third Tuesday in January from 7 to 9. All of our other classes we're offering are from 6.30 to 8.30 or 9.30 to 11.30 in the morning. So just make the note, you're really going to have to go to this website. If you have questions, you're going to want to go, or you can call me at 716-906-4620. Well, Jim... Walton, he has taught some classes. You just taught Second Timothy to us before, co-ed class, and now you have a wonderful new class that you're going to be starting, and this one's going to be on Tuesday nights, not Thursday nights, and you're going to teach us how to, you're going to answer some questions, be able to stand uh, stand strong with God. It's an apologetic class, so can you describe that for us? I will. It's about the Bible, and I believe it starts on Tuesday, January 10th. You've been talking about on the course is starting oh, yours on the is 16th, early. but mine starts early. Yes. It starts on the 10th. This is Jim Wall, and I'm from the Third Choice. And uh, it's, this is all about the Bible, because a lot of our neighbors and the people we work with and people, even our family even, are calling into question the reliability of the Bible. Uh, is that really you know, what history and Christians claim it to be, the Word of God? Is it accurate? Is it reliable? People seem to think now it's full of mistakes, it's full of contradictions, it's fictional, it's unprovable, it's mythological, and some people say it's actually dangerous. Uh, and the Bible's actually coming under quite a bit of attack. Um, just this week on my website, I've gotten a couple questions about the Bible. One says, the Bible proves itself to be mythical, and it makes impossible claims. Uh, like that talking snake, you know, the talking snake right off the bat lets you know that it's all made up. Somebody else said, you know, to accept Bible inerrancy, you also have to accept child sacrifice, to which I responded, what? <laughs> but they were using Exodus 22 and Ezekiel 20, and they said that proves the Bible's not true. And, you know, somebody else said people have different ideas about right and wrong, and so that proves the Bible isn't true. These aren't very common questions, but what it tells us is there is a common theme. The Bible isn't true is what the common theme. So we need to talk about this. You know, is, is the Bible true? We know that the Bible's a target, um, that it's not just a matter of explaining it to me. People don't necessarily want to explain. They've already s seemed to come to the conclusion that the Bible's not true, and that's what we need to talk about. We need to talk honestly about what it is and what it isn't. And so uh, that's what the course is about. And so um, we need to be able to discuss it and to be honest about it and to know what it is we have in our hands and what we believe in, just to, know you, just to let you know where I'm coming from. Uh, I'm going to teach that we need to honor the authority and the integrity of God's inspired word. Mm, amen. But we need to talk about why we do that and what are the reasons. So the courses are going to lay down this way. First, we're going to talk about reliability. Let's talk about the historical accuracy of the Bible. Let's talk about geography and is it culturally accurate and how do we know it's theologically precise. And so to do that, we also need to talk about these alleged contradictions of Scripture. People say, hey, the Bible contradicts itself. I've been hearing that since I was a kid, but I hear it so much more now than I used to. We need to talk about the Gospels. We have four different accounts of the life of Jesus, and they are different. Well, why are they different? 
Uh, doesn't that mean the Bible contradicts itself? Doesn't mean that some of it's untrue? Of course, you know, that's so we need to talk about it. We need to talk about miracles. People say those aren't scientifically possible. So we got to talk about miracles. And what is what is a miracle and what is the evidence for it? And let's talk about Jesus and let's talk about the resurrection. And we also need to talk about how, okay, so so all this is the case. So how do we know then so, so what if it's historically accurate? So what if it's culturally accurate? How do we know it's the Word of God? And so we need to discuss all of those things. And it will be a discussion class. It's not just lecture. Come ready to talk. Come with your own questions. Mm. Come with the questions that you have heard other people say. And let's really get down and talk about this and figure out what is this book that we have in our hands. Mm-hmm. I, that's wonderful. It's a, it's a five-week course starting on January 10th and going to February 7th on Tuesday nights, 6.30 to 8.30. 8.30. Yes, okay. I think every Bible study that we've talked about so far has helped us to answer questions because people don't believe God speaks today. They know he has the word, how value and how relevant is the word of God for us. Zach doing the call to prayer. How relevant is the word of God uh, through prayer and how how important it is for us to have a prayer life with Christ and um, for Christ. And and does praying make a difference? Is there power in that? Is can we really have that tight of a relationship? And then being able to stand on the answers, we need to be prepared to be able to defend our faith. We can do that when we have the, um, we've heard the word of God through the Holy spirit uh, when he speaks to us the call to prayer in our life and to know more about prayer and the stand on the word of God and having those answers. It's so, so important. This is critical. And I really don't believe a lot of people know the answers or have that deeper relationship, whether it's through prayer or study or um, knowing those answers to defend our faith. And that's what we need to talk about because this is around us all the time now. And people don't know what to say in response. They may be Christians have never thought in this way before. They don't know the Bible is being accused of these things, and they don't have an answer ready. And it's not just a matter of having an answer ready. It's being confident in your mind of what the what the Bible is, what it says it is. It changes our own beliefs, uh, which change it gives us solid beliefs to walk on, which I think the church is very weak on when we look at the statistics, how many people are actually reading the Word of God. Um, a day, 16%. How many are in the Word of God every week? About 18%. I mean, this we are, we are in critical, malnourished Christians. We have such soul neglect that we need people like you around this table to help us help people, meet them where they are and take them where they need to go. This is, we are at a critical, I think we're at a crossroads. We need to make some choices. We need to make a choice to wear out our Bible this year. We need to make a choice to be in a substantial meat putting on (laughs) roast beef, mashed potatoes and gravy. Some of that good, solid word of God for application transformation so we can relate to others in our world and share Christ. Second Timothy talks about that yes. when Paul says, you know, that I, I am confident and I am, I am completely confident that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. You know, and we have to have that kind of confidence. And I agree with you that this is a break point in our culture. If Christians cave on the authority of the word of God, then, then the whole tower crumbles. Well, and that's been our whole problem within our family, our, our whole 
um, world has started with the decline of the home, we now have a new lease on life. We have a new president that's coming in and actually saying it's great. We can say Merry Christmas. We're going to bring Christ back into the picture. We're going to be prayer back in school. We need, the Christians need to be able to stand. If we have stand, stood in the solidness of who we are in Christ, and we haven't because we don't know, as much as some of the other people have, that have influence, our world would not be in the shape it's in right now. Lori, you're teaching a fantastic Bible study to young women. Tell us about that, Lori. Yes, I'm very excited about this study. I'm going to be facilitating Lioness Arising by Lisa Bevere on Tuesday mornings at 930. So we'll meet from 930 to 1130. Um you know, Numbers twenty three twenty four says, these people rise up like a lioness, like a majestic lion they stand. And her study takes a look at the characteristics of a lioness and how that relates to our life and what cues we can take. Lisa says, the lioness arises from her slumber, a magnificent image of strength, passion, and beauty. Her mere presence commands the landscape protects her young, and empowers the lion. In groups, lionesses become a creative and strategic force to be reckoned with, acting as one to change the world around them. So we're going to be talking about God didn't save us to tame us. He saved us to live a life of fierce passion for his glory, for the benefit of the community around us. Um, We are going to be talking about having a prayer life that is that does some damage that is dangerous that is powerful we are going to be studying God's word you know um, the only way that we can truly live in freedom is to truly understand God's word and study it and to know the truth about ourselves and that is what will bring true freedom in our lives and um, it is an eight-week study we're going to talk about being awake looking into fear, you know, studying that lioness, they um, they live in the light, but they hunt in the dark. And we're going to look at that. What does that look like in our lives to live that out? Um, so I'm really, really excited about this. This is for women only, but you do not have to be a mom. Where in the past I've done studies for moms. You do not have to be a mom to to join this group. And it just helps us to stand and be able to stand firm in our homes, in our neighborhoods, and I can't help but think it's not going to reflect and come off in how you are then instructing and tra- training your children. Oh, absolutely. We're going to dig in and look at what it does it look like to be a strong woman for Christ, to be a strong woman emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, um, and live the empowered life that God calls us to live. I don't know about all of you, but I am totally excited. Aren't you excited about what we're offering for January and for the things and what God is going to do and come about through each one of these Bible studies and the number of people that we can reach? This is co-ed. Nothing costs more than about $25 except for the healing journey class, or we're going to talk about uh, our financial um, university here in just a few minutes. But these are things that only thing you have to do is put it on your calendar, make a commitment and show up. I mean, You know, you may have to be sure and put it on your calendar, make your doctor's appointments around it. Know you've made a commitment for Mm -hmm. six weeks or nine weeks, but this is really, really important for you to, to follow through because I feel like there's a Holy Spirit nudge out there. You feel it too. You feel neglect. You feel like there has to be something more. Now I know the pressure has been a little bit off because of the election. We feel release and everything's going to be okay. 
But how's it going to be okay in your area of life? How is it going to be from your grassroots if from the top bottom through our government we have a renewal time of bringing Christ back into our world, our government, our education? What are we doing in our homes and how are we going to be prepared? The church has been called to do that. We have the unity and the spirit of the church. We're just not doing it. We are not equipped enough to go out and do it. That's why we're even having the women's retreat destined for intimacy with the father. When they're that intimate with him, you will walk with him. You will do for him and you will have, you will fulfill the destiny and the purpose of what he's called you to do. And that's what today's living hope is about. We're going to take our last break and we're going to be right back because some people we know we need some extra help or some understanding. And that's why I have partnered within his name outreach for addiction, recovery, counseling, other type of biblical counseling and other things, uh, life coach, uh, availability. So we're going to take that next break and then we're going to be right back. We're going to finish up with the other Bible studies that we're going to be offering at Bender's in January. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom, the list goes on and on, ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you have stayed tuned with us, and I hope you've written down some of those great Bible studies that are coming up starting in January at Bender's, some of them in the mornings uh, from 9.30 to 11.30. Some of them are from 6.30 to 8.30 at night, and then that brand-new Healing Journey class that's going to be offered at I Know um, the third week third Tuesday night um, in January. You can find out all the details, sign up, and you can pay through PayPal on them. If you have any questions, you can contact me, Linda Penn, at 716-906-4620. You can even go online this week and order a book, get it paid for, and you're in. You're in, and we'll have your book ready for you, and it'll be um, 
at your class when you when you show up. I'm excited about every one of these that are that are happening. Um, and be sure and check it out on todayslivinghope.com website. I am your host today at Today's Living Hope, Linda Penn, and I'm thankful for all these guys in the studio. I'm not feeling quite up to power, but they have been a great asset as they have talked about all the things that we're going to offering. It's time, isn't it? It's time to go deeper and broader. And it's not about knowing more. It's about being more with Christ big difference you know what we can all get information we can and we can repeat it but you know you can teach what you know but you can only reproduce who you are and that affects your home your family your life situations your work situations and how we need to make an effect for Christ in 2017 we're going to wear out our Bibles well I have Ann and Tony and you're offering something on Thursday nights that are coming up that I know a lot of people need because we need to really begin to have our priorities towards Christ and doing it Christ's way. And that means even in our financial area. Absolutely, Linda. Uh, so we'll be offering uh, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. Uh, financial peace is two words you often don't hear together anymore. Um, so many people in debt these days um, and just feel hopeless, really. Uh, they are living paycheck to paycheck, feel like a rat in a wheel, and they just don't know how to get out of it. Um, so this course, while it is uh, $99 to attend, um, a mere $11 a week, but it's a huge, I promise, a huge in, uh, return on investment. Uh, once you and your whole family get on track, get out of debt, uh, this course will teach you everything from getting on a budget uh, to how to become wealthy and how to be giving as Jesus teaches us in the scripture. Um, it covers a little bit of everything. So it actually tells you you can... Uh I think what Dave Ramsey says to live a life now, to have a life like no other now, so you can have a life like no other later. Yes. Something so you, along that line. You actually have more money left over and you're able to serve Christ right. through it. How so many weeks? It's nine weeks long. Um, and it'll go from about 6.30 to 8.30. Uh, as our previous uh, course was mentioned, it's a, it's a teaching and a discussion course, so do come prepared to talk. Uh, this is one of the best parts of the class is where you actually get to talk to other members uh, that are taking the class and find out that you're not the only person in the same hole that you are. Other people are having the exact same struggles, and as you come together and talk about these things, you'll find a lot of peace and hope that you can get out of this hole. You can stop living paycheck to paycheck, and you can get on a budget. And like you said earlier with one of your other studies, uh, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're just living paycheck to paycheck you're tired of being broke you wish you could do so much more this class is going to give you a lot of tools to show you how to do that so that you can be out of debt be able to uh, help those in need when you find those opportunities um, that's been a, a terrible thing for my wife and I that we've had a lot of opportunities come along that we'd love to help but in the past we've been in a hole that we just can barely help ourselves so uh, once we get on the right track and we're able to bless so many other people. So you want to offer it because it's really helped you turn, turn things completely yes. around. My daughter and her husband took the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace course about a year or two ago, and they said it was fantastic. They said it was so helpful to their personal finances. They couldn't speak highly enough of it. Mm, awesome. Good. And it's, it's a lot of material thrown at you, but Dave Ramsey's an amazing guy, and he adds a lot of humor to it. So you won't be, just be bored. 
Uh, it's not going to be a, just a ton of boring financial numbers and all that sort of stuff. He's really going to liven it up for you, so you'll be entertained at the same time. And it'll be something that's not negative the whole time. You're going to find solutions. You're going to find answers. He's going to go through a lot of myths that are out in the financial world. A lot of people live in uh, false myths, believing that you have to have a credit card. You have to have a FICO score to make it. But these are all myths that the banking industry spends millions of dollars to try to get you to believe and it's it's funny i just laugh how they throw you these credit cards oh we'll give you two three percent back on every purchase Mm -hmm. but they don't like to tell you up front about that 24 percent if you're lucky interest rate that you're paying on that so give yourself at least a 30 percent raise cut up them credit cards get on a budget and (laughs) absolutely spend as 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 uh, god tells us to and to squeeze out that money now will be an investment that will bring back 10 100 absolutely it's a huge return on investment one of you to think and we're gonna uh i'm gonna talk about the other two bible studies and then i want each one of you to say one sentence about your bible study to entice people to want to sign up with you. So I'll give you a few minutes to think about it. One of the other Bible studies that we're going to be offering, and we've offered this about four times, Renee, haven't we? One of them is the Armor of God, and it's going to be on Tuesday morning. And it's by Priscilla Shower because we really need to be prepared and we need to be able to be prepared to take action because we know the enemy's out there. The world is out there after us, giving us wrong myths, lies, unbelief. And how do we practically put Put on the the armor of God is what this study is about. It's on Tuesday mornings from 930 to 1130. And this is a co-ed class, although I think most men are at work. Um, we When we've offered it in the evening, we've had couples take this class. But it's something that we have really dug in for the deeper principles of what it means to put on the armor of God. You will go home equipped, shored up, and you will be able to have that strength and meat on your bones to be able to walk that out. It is an intense study. It does have homework, but it is worth the time taking because it gives you the strategies that will prepare you for the rest of your life that you want to take and how you actually use the armor of God to learn to be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might, discover what to wear to ensure victory and employ the secret weapon to stop the devil in his tracks. I think the devil's been on in our space and the other Bible study we're offering in the, and the um, Renee, help me. It's going to be on Wednesday at six thirty, uh, And it is called entrusted. It is a Beth Moore study. And what I, I have done this study during the day with a group of women and for all of you that love Beth Moore out there, the study of Second Timothy will be something you want to grasp, you want to jump into, and it will equip you like never before. It will help you in ministry. Um, she's taken a little bit of turn of how she's turned the Bible study and the questions will help you in ministry, your personal life. It'll help you be equipped and it will help you to be enabled to mentor others for the cause of Christ. And everyone around this room when we started this program have all been mentored or influenced by someone heavily through the word of God. Now I'm going to go around the room. Renee Campbell, what's one thing you would say about your Bible study? Um, Just knowing how to um, listen to God and hear him um, in our own personal walk and how important that is. Takes all the confusion out of our lives, yes, doesn't it? Does. When we hear his voice. How about you, Zach? I love your call to prayer. 
So two things going on in the earth, I think that anybody can tell if you're paying a little bit of attention. Number one, darkness is increasing, and we see that all the time through the news. But the thing that we don't hear lots about is that the Lord's awakening the church like never before. So prayer enables us to stand the pressure that comes from a church that's coming alive and from darkness that's encroaching. Absolutely. Don't we need the power of Christ in our churches, in our personal lives, in our homes? I'm telling you, that's power to me. Is that power to you sitting around this table? Absolutely. That is power. That is power. Jim. Yes, what I'd like to say is you need to know that it's okay to ask questions of the Bible, but you also need to know that the Bible is ultimately reliable, authoritative, and inspired of God. Amen. Amen. And we have some answers for you. Lori. I'm going to say, ladies, now is the time to wake up, to live that life of strength and fierce passion that you are called to live, that you have been feeling that desire to live for a long time and that you have not fully acted on, that now is the time to step out in faith and do that. Wonderful. That means it takes a commitment. You've got to sign up and show up. Yes. <laughs> sign up and show up. Ann and Tony. Uh, I'd just like to clarify quickly one thing earlier when I said the, the price was $99. That's per family, not per person. So the entire family is encouraged to come. Uh, this is going to get you on page with you and your spouse so that you're on the same page doing the same budget. You got, both know exactly what's going on. And my one takeaway would be that uh, you'll feel a lot of peace in the future. Uh, when something goes wrong, the car breaks down, that's just a minor inconvenience. You have money in savings account, so it's not a catastrophe of how am I going to pay for this? It's the end of the world? No. It's just a minor inconvenience. Take it out of your savings and move on. Well, we have covered an awful lot in this hour, and we have done it quickly, but there's no reason why anyone cannot be empowered by the Word of God, have answers, have a powerful prayer life that's effective, works, and we can see the power in it, and that we can be prepared in our homes. We don't have to be that weak. They've told us to be weak and meek and quiet, and God wants us to be bold and stand for who he is in Christ. That's what a fully devoted, discipled person is, man or woman. So we encourage you to be a part of these Bible studies, to sign up, take the time to look on the website, todayslivinghope.com. And uh, you are listening to WDCX 99.5, and we're so excited that you have been with us. We have another hour to go, and my next guest will be Dr. Donna Potter, and we are going to be talking about the wise men and about the wonderful gifts that Christ has given to us. And then at 2.30, we're going to be speaking to uh, one for Israel about Hanukkah, their wonderful holiday and what that is all about. So you have listened to the first compact hour. Thank you. And Tony, Lori, Jim, Zach, and Renee for being with us. Thank and you. I'm excited for, for each one of your Bible studies. We're praying for you and just really get out there and promote those Bible studies. They're going to be worth the time and effort it takes to take them and it will transform your life and make a difference. So we're going to take that next break. This is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Don't go away. We have another whole hour to be on the air with you. We'll be right back. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, it's been a fast more, uh, afternoon here, and uh, I'm so thankful for the guests that I just had on with me, Jim Walton, Zach Dykstra, Lori uh, Henderson, and Renee Campbell, and Ann and Tony. 
Diatali. So I'm so glad that they are all with us. I am so excited about all these Bible studies. I hope if you didn't get a chance to listen to us or you're just tuning in right now that you can go to the website and see them all listed. And you can also, um, this will be aired, it'll be coming over on um, a, a CD on the web, on my website by Monday or Tuesday this week. And I'll probably air this again in January because these Bible studies are really, um, I'm excited about them this year and what they offer um, to you out there as a listener uh, for change in our life, for power. Um, we need to be making uh just a decision at the beginning of this year in 2017. Can I ask you to be thinking now? We're not even through Christmas yet. I know that. And many of you are giving Bibles out there for gifts or devotional books. Why don't we make the decision to wear out our Bible for 2017? When we think what all has happened in answer to prayer and the fact that we can openly say Merry Christmas and even the Secretary of Education wanting to put prayer back in school and and what um, our President-elect Trump is doing. And uh, I have felt for a long time that we need to offer more things for those of you who are hungry, feel soul neglected, there has to be more, something has to be different in our lives. There has to be more, there has to be a different depth. And that's why today's Living Hope is on the air. That's why we offer the seminars, the workshops. That's why we're offering these Bible studies. We've had over 100 in the last quarter, would love to have 150 or more to put meat on our bones for each one of the Bible studies that have been offered or being offered at Benders. We also have a new healing journey class that will be starting um, with I Know in His Name Outreach, and it'll be starting in January, and it starts this week after the other Bible studies start. Just thought we needed just one week difference in there. So it'll be starting on Tuesday night, January the 24th, and it'll be starting from 7 to 9 at I Know, 3871 Harlem Road, Cheektowaga. It is in his name outreach location, 3871 Harlem Road, Cheektowaga. It's the healing journey for women. The cost is $99 for 29 weeks. I have taught this so many times to so many women, and let me tell you, it has not only saved their souls, it has saved their lives and has given them answers and a lift and a purpose for living as God has infiltrated them as they have dug out through the word of God what it means to be on a healing journey. Well, right now I have Dr. Donner Potter from In His Name Outreach. Hi. Hi. Um, I can't wait for that healing journeys to begin. Well, we have a lot going on, don't we? We, we you're, do. You're, it is exciting. <laughs> it is. You have a new newsletter out and you can pick it up on your website, yes, which you is can. in his name, outreach.org, because you have recovery coach training classes. If someone's interested in recovery coach training to help someone, there's lots of dates out here for them to pick and to be able to be a part of something, right? There are, and there is a Recovery Coach Academy 1 and 2, and we've kind of spaced them so people can kind of work that into their budget over the next year, and we're excited to do that for New York State. So if somebody needs certification, we are the place to be. Mm, that is wonderful. You're offering so many things. Please go online and look at this newsletter because they're... Um, 
Living Clean group every Monday night from 7 to 8. Addiction Conquerors every Tuesday, 12 to 1 p.m. Christian Writers every Thursday of the month, 5.30 to 7. Women and Mental Illness starting Monday, January the 9th. Costs $10. I know. I can't wait for that. Wonderful. So many things. So many things. We are here to help people change their lives, be empowered for purpose and to live a better life than they've currently been living, right? How else can you be the hands and feet of Christ? There's no other way because the word of God is the truth. And that's incorporated in everything that we do. Uh, it's been exciting, even with the healing journey at Benders, to have 14 women coming to know Jesus. That is amazing. And just know that they have a new life in Christ. Isn't it exciting? It is exciting. And I know has that opportunity as well, where we get to see uh, people sitting in the seats in a place of need and being able to present the gospel and have them accept the Lord. And we we get to see it firsthand because we get to help these people and then we get to see changed lives and just be it, just celebrating with them victoriously. Um, uh, just no matter whether it's couples helping them through marital issues or adultery or um, people who have been diagnosed with mental disorders that we can help coach them and give them answers and incorporate the word of God and actually help heal them and have them decrease on medications and things. It's just an act of God, isn't it? It is. And the joy that you and I get to receive from sitting there with those miracles and being able to recognize that those are miracles. Oh, and we are so blessed, aren't we? Just to see how God is doing his work. I got the best job in the whole world. I know, we got the best job in the best seat. We do. (laughs) We wanted to talk a little bit about um, wise men. I guess we could say wise men or wise people because wise men still seek Jesus. They do. And we're about to celebrate the beginning of our Christmas with the babe being born, which actually um, is the first part of the gospel, isn't it? It is. Wise men. Why are they so wise? (laughs) Well, let me just start by just reading a little of the scripture about the Magi, the wise men. Because in Matthew, it says, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it was rose and have come to worship him. Mm. Which reiterates about coming and seeking. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child as soon as you find him. Report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. 
On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Mm, Very interesting. It really helps us to look at the scriptures to know exactly what was going on, where they were headed. And I think our Christmas story kind of confuses us because they think they came at the time he was born and they really didn't. They came a couple years later, uh, the Magi, uh, to see him. And um, the term wise men, actually, uh, I believe it actually appears 44 times in the Bible. Wow. And the meanings really varies. It would be neat to go through and do an actual study of this, I think, because that's where I'm saying, let's wear out our Bible and just because you're going to see the magnificency of Christ coming, prophecy fulfilled. And um, the first mention of the wise men uh, is an account of Jacob's son, Joseph, in Genesis 41.8, where it says that the, the Pharaoh called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men to interpret his dream. And it, interpreting the dream means intelligent, skillful, art, artful, or cunning man enable a person to be able to respond or define or to give meaning to that dream. So the first of these wise men is represented in Daniel 2.12. In that time, wise men apparently consisted of three different types. They were astrologers, they were Chaldeans, and they were soothsayers. Hmm, interesting. It is. And not everyone was good or bad. We wanted not the evil ones, but the ones that God projected through us because they would never come and worship. That's right. The babe. That's right. So just from reading this scriptures, um, Donna, what can we gather um, some practical things um, from these wise men? Well, some of those practical points, um, when you stop and think about it, you had kind of alluded to that just a little bit earlier when you said they had studied the word, that it is important to study the word. It is important to wear out our Bible. It's important to be involved in a Bible study. And as you have offered all of those Bible studies earlier, um, and you know, at Benders, great opportunities, Bible studies at Ino, great opportunities, Bible studies within your church. Go out to your church and find what those Bible studies are, but get involved because wise people get involved in the word of God. Mm. And they need to be taught by people who are are seasoned or have a depth and a breadth of their own life because you can't reprodu- you can share what you know but you can only reproduce who you are. So it's really um you really need to know who you're taking a Bible study from, what you're taking the topic of it and know that um they know what they're talking about from their own changed life as well. Not mm-hmm. just someone, well, yeah, I'll help you go through this Bible study. I'll facilitate, but I haven't really studied or I'm not as prepared. That to me is not the same as uh, someone who is wise, who is a devoted disciple of Christ, who is following Christ. These wise men, though, they heard it. They read it. 
they were curious. Mm -hmm. They wanted to come. And I, I understand they traveled hundreds of miles. They did. Once it was declared, they were going to search until they found him. Seek, you shall find. So they wanted to find him. They did. And it wasn't just about hearing the Holy Spirit. It was about getting up and going, not just being a hearer, but being a doer. They actually did. They actually sought. They wanted to go after him until they found him, which took some time because of the mileage. Plus, they also, I think they actually saw him around, if you search some other scriptures, around two years of age when they actually found the baby Jesus. But they, they came to worship him from the scriptures. They sought him. They had hope. They had destiny. They had a, a right attitude to go and search and find him. And that attitude is important because they were told to bring a gift and they brought to the table what was told. And we can choose to be the gift of sharing Jesus with others this Christmas season if the Lord opens the door, sharing the gift of salvation. And yes. And then when they saw him, what did they do? When they saw him, they fell and they worshiped. They didn't stand there and say, oh, is this really the guy? What should we do? They fell on their faces. They were so humbled they fell on their faces and they worshiped. They just didn't stand there and gawk at him. They knew who he was. They did. And, you know, I think of how many times that we can sit in a church where we come to worship. And when we worship, um, we get close to Jesus. Yes. Yes. I don't even want to take a break. And now I, I know I need to take one now. Time goes by so fast because they humbly came. They didn't do the political thing around the room and kiss babies or anything. They fell on their faces with humility and worshiped the babe. We'll be right back with more of today's Living Hope on WDCX 99.5. Don't go away. Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? 
These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Well, we've had a busy uh, afternoon here talking about all the Bible studies and and yet we wanted to talk about uh, our wise men because they were very wise men as they learned through the scriptures and that they sought him. They uh, walked and they traveled about 800, 900 miles, these wise men, until they sought the baby Jesus. And so when they did, they came to worship him uh, with the right attitude and humility and splendor. They actually came with the right, I would say, altitude in that they came humbly bending their knee and fell on their faces to worship. And um, that just gives us a posture of who we are this Christmas and just awe um, of who this baby Jesus is that we celebrate every year at his birth. I'm here with Dr. Donna Potter within his name outreach. And the third thing that we noticed about the wise men is they worshiped him with the right heart of gratitude, that they were just thankful and all and with humility. And they were magi. They had position. They had presence. But this babe humbled them and brought them to their knees and fell on their faces. And then as they came and worshiped him, they wanted, and even God prepared ahead of time for them to bring a present to this baby Jesus, something that they already had, but they wanted to give just like why we give presents this year. True, Donna, just in that presence. It is true. And in the gift of the presents, there are gifts that we have, practical gifts, that we can give back. And if you think about it, just think about the three T's, time, talents, and treasure. If we give that back in our worship, in our service, and in our love, man, oh man, what gifts are those? So it really is time to pre, to reprioritize mm. 2017. It's a great time to do it. Always a fresh beginning. Fresh beginning. And so their priority as they brought these gifts were an extension of their service and their gratitude for what Jesus had been born for. Mm -hmm. And so that is for us. Sounds to me like we need to know him better this year. (laughs) I think so too. And I think that, you know, when we think even about what the wise men brought to the table and what we bring to the table they brought the best of themselves and what was that the first one brought what gold and so whatever that wise man thought was his wealth how valuable was that and you know we are all a wealth of wonderful um, attributes 
We all bring special gifts to the table. And whatever our wealth is, it's important to bring to Jesus. And it was his first gift, what he had mm-hmm. to make that impression. And then we had myrrh, the second brought myrrh. And when I think about myrrh, Linda, I think about Luke 7.37 with the story about the sinning woman, Mary, mm. who had in her alabaster box a beautiful perfume. And with that beautiful perfume, she anointed Jesus' feet with love, the perfume, and wiped his feet with her hair and anointed him for the resurrection to come. And wow, she had to bust open that alabaster box because that perfume was so important they had it sealed. And sometimes we have to bust open our hearts to get to Jesus. We have to be able to surrender our hearts to be Mm -hmm. able to receive him and to humbly come to him. But if we seek him with all of our hearts, we can find him. And those wise men were wise enough to continue until they found him. And then they bent their knee. They worshiped him. They brought him um, gifts of presents that represent the value of who he was, um, saying in essence that gold as important, the, the very gem itself was given to him because of who he was, what he represented, and what he was going to be in the future. It wasn't going to, and we even have gold around our rings in weddings and how we have used gold ourselves as a very important symbolism of the value of connection of covenant. I mean, we could take that as a thread all through our scriptures for our salvation and our covenant of marriage in a Christian home. I mean, we could take it as far as we wanted to go. And then the, the oil of frankincense, Mm. how much is that being used in our health these days? and essential oils, and healing, and how it's been um, described to us um, as a symbol of his deity. And yet we use it today for our own uh, physical awareness and healing. And they brought that, and then that embalming oil, the symbol of death. It was the whole completion of the gospel right there in the presence. It was that incense was a homage to a god, And it's the one true living God. And I think about incense, and the scripture comes to my mind that reminds me that there's not a tear that drops, that God doesn't collect in a vial, and it says that he takes that as a sweet incense, a sweet sense to himself, that nothing that we suffer, anything that we go through, Maybe there's some of you listeners out there that this Christmas season are bringing suffering of some sort to the table. And, you know, the Lord will take that as a sweet incense as well Mm. because he is God. Mm. Time to just sit and rest a few minutes today and reflect on that. Everybody's so busy out there trying to get ready for Christmas, finish their shopping, bake those Christmas cookies, wrap those presents and wondering who's going to do what, just have all these concerns, these worries. And the Magi had one thing on mind on their mind. They just wanted to find the babe. Jesus, 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 mm. sweetest name, name I, I know. know. Absolutely. What a time to reflect, Donna, and just 
slow down a little bit and reflect on through the three kings and they were magi and they traveled and they worshiped with the right attitude they worshiped with the right altitude and meaning they were not standing they were humbled they were on their knees and they came humbly um, to worship him and to bring those gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh and then they were really smart because herod wanted them to return to tell him where the baby was and you know what the wise men were so wise that they never went back. They stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, they just kept on going. They, they just did. kept on going. So another reflection of those of us who know the Savior, have found the babe, seek until you will find, knock, the door will be open. You can find him. You can be renewed by him. You have the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh for you to live out this day in peace with Christ, through Christ the babe, as you can every day, not only because it's Christmas, but because it's this day. And if you get discouraged, keep on going. Get back up, keep on going. Get into the word of God, get in. What a refreshing thing. Thank you, Donna, for just helping us to, to settle back, rest, relaxed for at least a half hour today and say, God is in control. He is. He knows what he's doing. He knows the word of God. Let's look and reflect, change some priorities for 2017. Let's wear out our Bible. Let's be committed to grow in him. Find that place to grow in him and then celebrate victoriously by sharing who he is and what he's done in your life. Let's apply biblical principles to everyday life. Let's Amen. be wise. Let's be wise. Let's be wise. That's why Donna is the CEO and president of In His Name Outreach. And I'm so fortunate to be a counselor and be part of what they offer to our community. If you want to know more about them, you can call them at 716-464-3681. Okay. And you can check them out on their website, In His Name Outreach. Outreach.org. So look at all the things, Get uh, be aware of their new newsletter that's out there and take the time just to ponder, take the time just to reflect, take the time to find him in the scriptures, take the time to be as the wise men were that still seek him. Well, we have another half hour of today's Living Hope and we're going to be right back and I'll be talking to Moti Vaknin of One for Israel. We're going to be talking about a great holiday that the Jewish people are honoring and reflecting on during this holiday season. Don't go away. A long time ago in a Galilee far, far away, the greatest giver gave the greatest gift ever to meet our greatest need, that we could enjoy the greatest hope, a relationship with him forever. But if we're not careful, that great news can get drowned out in all of the activity this time of year. So let's change that. Let's make Christmas meaningful. Stop at the Vendors Christian store for devotionals that you can put under the tree, including Jesus Calling, or Jesus Always from Sarah Young, in a variety of binding styles. Or maybe the new Soul Fuel from Adventurer Bear Grills, or Your Battles Belong to the Lord from Joyce Meyer. Or you can inspire them with music or movies. We've got new Christmas CDs from Lincoln Brewster, Phil Wickham, Mark Schultz, and the Singing Contractors, as well as new music from Jeremy Camp, Hillsong, Sela, and Big Daddy Weave. And right now, we've got a great pre-buy deal for the upcoming movie DVD, Overcomer, from the Kendrick Brothers. 
And don't forget Operation Christmas Child. Next week is collection week, so stop in at Bender's and we'll help you top off those shoe boxes. We're 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road, or call us at 716-633-5757. You can even find us on Facebook. Bender's Christian Store, helping you make this Christmas meaningful for your loved ones. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. This is your host, Linda Penn, and you are listening to today's Living Hope. Our first hour and a half was um, a best of show from 2016 on why we should wear out our Bibles, and there will be Bible studies up shortly for January for you to sign up. And I just realized here it is, December the 22nd, and I haven't said Merry Christmas. To all of our listeners out there, and Happy New Year. We're so glad that you stopped by every Saturday. I'm so thankful for your comments through email and for the supporters that we have on a regular basis who not only pray for us, but who d- donate to make it possible for this program to be on the air, plus our endorsing sponsors. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. It is a busy, busy time, and, and yet uh, as we get to reflect on the true priority of what the season is about uh, is what our program's been about so far. And we're going to continue that in just a few minutes. I wanted to remind you, be sure and get another plug in for a great youth conference that's coming on December the 27th, 28th, 29th. And it's at the Sheraton Hotel in Niagara Falls, three-day youth conference. It's totally free. I love this. It's totally free. All you have to do is show up and you can use any of the facilities, the pool or anything at the Sheridan. It does have a measurable schedule. And uh, some of the guests are really outstanding because you remember um, the movie that has been out. um, I can't imagine. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not ashamed. 
And remember, it is about the Columbine um, shooting at the school. And we are going to have some of the actors and actresses from that movie at this conference, plus so many more speakers and worship and things that young people like to hear about, like to do. Nancy McLean and Ben Davies plus Matthew Schuler were all actors um, in the movie. I'm not ashamed, and they will be the our guest at this conference. You're going to love this. Mark it down. Have your parents take you. Talk to your youth pastors. I know a lot of schools don't have, or a lot of churches don't have things planned during this Christmas time because usually they kind of close down from Christmas to New Year's. But you can go individually. You can bring your friends, and you can show up. And it starts on December the 27th, 28th, and 29th. And you can go to joshuarevolution.com, their website, and get the whole schedule. Uh, Powerful session the first night at 2 p.m. on Thursday. They're going to show the movie, I'm Not Ashamed. 4 o'clock, there will be a session. 7 p.m. is a powerful session powerful session and then worship and things coming together at 10 p.m. Hey, it's going to be a blast. Hey, you need to get there. Mark that your calendar and get there. And so enjoy this holiday season with the right emphasis. So, hey, my guest today is Deborah Minolti and she's from Operation Exodus. And there's just so many things going on. There is a movement of God, of him Drawing through the Spirit, having Jewish people being drawn back home to fulfill Aliyah and have them go back and move to their homeland. They may not have even been from their homeland. They may have their Jewish parents may be here in the States, but now they're young adults and God is prompting them to go back to their homeland And they want to go. And they even realize they have to be part of the military for two years. And uh, we know some of the things that are happening in Israel. And so it's I'm really proud to have them not only as an endorsing sponsor, but for us to share the ministry of what Operation Exodus is about. So welcome, Deborah. Hi, Linda. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And um Wonderful, isn't it, to be able to say that? It is. It really is. And so we're going to do a two-part series, Mm -hmm. one part this week and the second part next week. And we're going to talk about knowing and understanding why the understanding prophecy is so important and how much we are really tied to Jewish history, heritage, and how much it, it is a part of our Christianity and even fulfilling the future. Amen. Well, for today, I really wanted to look at the prophecy about Bethlehem since mm. it's the season. Yes. We need to look at that, and it really is exciting. So if you're listening, please get your Bibles out. But I do want to share in the very beginning that this is a, a season of, of hope and of joy, but sometimes we have an ache in our heart, and people are not at my table this Christmas mm. that I would really love to have at my table. So there's an ache in my heart and there's an ache in others' heart. But looking at the Word of God has given me so much hope. Even studying about Bethlehem this week has been so wonderful. And it's undergirded my spirit. And so I'm, I want to share with your, your listeners about Bethlehem. If there's one thing we need right now, it is a settledness of contentment mm-hmm. 
uh, even if there is a hole in our heart, even though if there is a great unknown, even though we have suffered a loss, and yet there is hope, even through the pain of life, through Jesus. Corey Ten Boone said, you know, he is deeper still. Mm -hmm. He is deeper than Mm -hmm. any hurt, wound. So just to talk, we'll start out talking about Bethlehem. It is actually, um, geographically, it's about four miles south of Jerusalem. Now, we don't know the boundaries at that time, the biblical times when Jesus was there, but we know that it's very, very close to Jerusalem. And actually, Bethlehem is, is one of the first cities talked about, even more than Jerusalem. So we see a lot in Jerusalem, but if we go back and look at what Bethlehem was first mentioned, we would look at it in Genesis. So if you look at it in Genesis 35, and this is when Jacob is returning to Bethel and Rachel dies. And it says, so Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath. Now, Ephrath is another word for Bethlehem. Mm. So when you see Ephrath in the Ephraimite or whatever, it's Bethlehem. That is Bethlehem. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath. That is Bethlehem. And Jacob set a pillar on her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel, meaning Jacob, journeyed and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Edar. Beyond the tower of Edar. So you have Bethlehem and the tower of Edar very, very close to one another where Rachel was buried. Another place that's mentioned frequently in the Bible is Ruth. Hmm. Ruth went back to Israel, to Bethlehem with Naomi, brought her back. And we know what happened there in Bethlehem. She gave birth, Ruth gave birth. And through the lineage, David came through Boaz and Ruth's marriage. So that's really important about Bethlehem. Bethlehem means place of bread. Bethlehem, place of bread. Another place is talked about Bethlehem early on is in Samuel, 1 Samuel 16.1. And he's talking, God's telling Samuel to go to the house of Jesse in Bethlehem and I will, and I will choose my next king there. And so David is out of Bethlehem. Samuel went there to anoint David. And so Bethlehem is a very anointed place from the very beginning of Scripture. And we do know that God said that the, the scepter will not depart from Judah. Jesus came from the Lion of Judah. So we know the house of David is from what Jesus came forth. And it shall never, his kingdom is without end. So those are some of the key places about Bethlehem that are so important to understand as we worship this Christmas. And we look at old little town of Bethlehem. So we want to look at Micah. Because that is another prophecy in Micah that talks about Bethlehem. It's very interesting to me, the sovereign hand of God. And we understand his attributes and his character, the omniscient, omnipresent in all time and space. And how he has knitted this together. He has just not made one error. That it's all tied together. He's known from the beginning what to do when to clear the end. Mm-hmm. And when we see that spelled out so articulately to fulfill what he says has been said in Scripture and it's fulfilled, it's it's almost unbelievable. It is. But it has to be. I feel so comforted. Yes. And yes. so assured of him being in control when I hear these things, even from the Old Testament that are p- pertained 
to me. Yes. To our listeners out there. From Genesis to Micah to Luke. Yes. Genesis to Revelation. Well, we're going to have to take a short break because, but we want to get right back to this. I love hearing this. You know, when I wasn't serious about Christ, these things, I wouldn't have been interested. But when I you know, put my yes back on the table and said, Lord, I want you to be Lord of my life and I want to follow you. This is so interesting to see the pieces of the puzzle being put together because that means my puzzle mm-hmm. of life is also together. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Today's Living Host with your host, Linda Penn and guest, Deborah Minolti. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back. It's been a fast time today as we've been talking a lot about just growing in the Lord, um, wearing out our Bibles in 2000 as we continue for this new year, learning about prophecy, um, being more serious, slowing down getting to know your Savior, enjoying the time of contentment through slowing down and just being in the Word. I'm with Deborah today with Operation Exodus, and we're talking about and we're discussing the birth of Jesus and how important even Bethlehem is to us and what that means in the Scripture. We are doing a part one and a part two series that will complete the following uh, Saturday, and it'll include more on the emphasis of why we need to be paying attention to prophecy. So, Deborah, help us understand some more. Focusing on Bethlehem and how special God is t- to use every every geographical area, every time. He's like you said, he's out of time. Starting in Genesis, when he talked about Bethlehem when Rachel died, and we're taking it through now how it ends up in the Old Testament in Micah, where it's prophesied about Bethlehem. So, if we look at Micah four. Verse 8, 
And you, O tower of the flock, the stronghold of the daughter of Zion, a tower of a flock. Now, if we go back to Genesis, when we see where Rachel died, and Jacob is on his way, it says there, on the way to Bethlehem, Rachel died. But after she died, he went forth to the next place where he was going with the sheep, which was to a tower. And it says, um, Jacob set a pillar on her grave, and then he went forward and he journeyed and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Edgar. So he went to a tower. He had a flock. A tower is a place where you go and you stand guard. You stand guard over the enemies of your territory. It's a high tower you would climb on. You would, you would watch your animals there. You would watch your sheep there. So it's a place that is safety and it's a place of defense. It's very important. And so you talk about in Micah, and you, O tower of the flock. So he, God is highlighting a place, a very specific place in Bethlehem, because it goes on to say later in, in chapter 5, but you, O Bethlehem, Ephrath, through, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me, the one to be the ruler of Israel. So Micah is talking about, and he's building on Genesis, that not only was Jesus born in Bethlehem, but he's highlighting that it was a place of a tower of a flock, that it is a, a real significant place. It was four miles from Jerusalem. Now, if you look at where Jesus was born, and Bethlehem being four, out, four miles out of Jerusalem, the sages... A lot of the rabbis and the teachers believe that that flock, that group of sheep and other animals, four hours, four hours out of four miles from Jerusalem, was a place where the sacrificial lambs, the sacrificial animals were cared for, that were going to be taken to Jerusalem to be slaughtered for the sacrifice. So you do have to look at your Hebrew history. Mm-hmm. And that's where they saw that this was Bethlehem, a real key place. It was a high tower. It was a place where they believed that these sheep, without blemish, without markings, were cared for. And those shepherds were actually trained to watch those sheep. They bundled them up. If a ewe was about to have um, a lamb, they would be brought close to that tower, and there the ewe was, would give birth to the lamb. And they would be bound up, and they would be watched, and they would be cared for in a very clean place, very kosher place. Mm-hmm. And then those animals would be taken to sacrifice. And so I believe, as I see this, and as you look at the history, Jesus was born in a place of Bethlehem the perfect lamb of God. John talks about behold the lamb Mm -hmm. of God who takes away the sins of the world, the perfect lamb, Peter and Paul talk, without blemish, that God would have Jesus be born in that place where later he would be sacrificed for the sins. And so it probably was not the place of grime and dirt and smelly and actually that place where those lambs would would have been born would have been very clean it would have been in a stall and it would have been a fresh place 
And how comforting that is for me to hear that. That's what God had done. And so it all falls into place when you study Bethlehem, that that is where our Savior was born, the perfect Lamb of God. And that's why those shepherds knew exactly when the angel said to go forth, he's laid in a manger. They, those shepherds knew that was the high tower. That was the tower of Migdal where they would go find the perfect lamb and wrapped. The, the shepherds that were given that wonderful job of taking care of those sheep on those lambs being born will be, were the ones that went then to see yes. the baby yes. who that was going to be the king of kings and the lord of lords and yet born and laid in a watering trough. We see it as a nice manger with hay in it. It really was a watering trough. And then given as a sacrifice to the cross for us. Isn't that what God would do? The symbols. The symbolism and the the connection and the fulfilled prophecy. And um, you can't find error in that. It just fits together like a tight puzzle. And you do, you do have to look at some of the sages and some of the rabbis, They're sa- they knew what was going on in that area. So that is what I would love to bring as a gift to the people about Bethlehem, mm. where they look at Bethlehem. How, how wonderful and why God chose it. Yes. He yeah. had a reason for everything. He had a reason for everything. He still everything. has a reason for everything that he's doing. The house of bread, the place of animals being raised. I mean, it's just all so rich and so deep and so comforting and to symbolic us. to us for for us to understand and know that when we're celebrating the babe's birth yes. this coming weekend it's just wonderful isn't it helps gives us a depth that we haven't seen before no no or a joy a it joy. really is a joy to experience him at that level no yes. matter what is going on in your life. And then it takes, you know, it takes you all through scripture to look at the fullness of time, to look at Jesus as the perfect lamb. Now when I look at the lamb of God, ah, it makes so much sense from his birth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Something yeah. to celebrate. Something to celebrate. So we can go to this Christmas Eve service. Our listeners out there, please find a place to worship on Christmas Eve. Um, if you haven't been attending church, um, look online or find a place uh, those of us who have a regular place with tradition that we go for Christmas Eve, be sure invite people that perhaps have not gone to come along with you and just to experience this year and that the spirit of um, the birth of Jesus will draw people to himself the same way he is drawing Jewish people to fulfill Aliyah and go home to their their homeland. Hal, if someone wanted to donate to Operation Exodus, how would that happen, Deborah? Please, you can um, call our one eight seven seven six three three seven six one three, Operation Exodus USA dot org. We're helping them back to Israel even this month in December. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, tax deductible, and it is helping people to get back through the Holy Spirit drawing. That is biblical. It is scriptural. He knows God has enabled that to happen. He is bringing that conviction for a reason to fulfill another prophecy as he prepares for the future and his return. That's right. So this is serious. This is not just occasional or if you want to. This is a command of scripture. So we hope that you will stop by on their website and give a donation for the end of the year. We will continue with part two uh, next week uh, as we continue this conversation and bringing all of these things together and, and knowing a little bit more, understanding 
more about prophecy and that it takes time and effort and the guidance of the Holy Spirit and that he will lead us through every part of it. I can't wait for part two, Deborah, for next week. So we are about to end this this two-hour segment this week. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Next week, my guest will be Robbie Ra in the first hour, and we'll be talking about communication builders and killers as we just move on to the future to be able to have a better year next year of being able to communicate uh, in our marriages, in our home, with our children, in our workplace. And then we will continue with part two of uh, what we're talking about today and fulfilling prophecy and why God does what he does and seeing the expertise and the sovereign hand of God. So glad you joined us today. May you have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year and know that Jesus is with you in all time and space and you can call upon him at any time and he will hear when you seek him, you will find. We'll see you next week. This is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, WDCX 99.5 FM. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.